Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of the Faithful Gamers Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Evan. You said 42? Yes. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, today, Eight episodes to go. How many? Eight Seven. episodes to oh. go. Oh, to get to 50. Yeah. Um, so, today, we're going to be talking about uh, our faith topic. We're going to be continuing in uh, Matthew 5 for now. Um and then for our gaming topic, we're going to be kind of talking about the, uh, since the new Spider-Man game came out, we're going to be talking, I'll, I'll talk a little bit on that, my opinions, and um, then we'll be kind of talking about how you have superhero video games have progressed throughout the years. Um, but yes, I got, a, I got a, yeah, I got opinions on it, bro. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so let's start with what we've been playing, Zach. I know you haven't been playing a ton, so you can go first. Okay, so since the last time... Oops. Sorry, just hit my desk with my elbow and something fell off. Uh, <clears throat> since the last time we talked, two weeks ago, I played an hour of Baldur's Gate 3. And I have probably played two hours of Spider-Man Miles Morales. You still haven't beat that yet? Nope. Dude, it is not that long of a game. You have to be close to I know. the I I think I'm 50% of the way through. I think it's like maybe been, seven hours or something. I've been playing it on the Steam Deck. Uh, just a little easier to, to pick up and play, yeah. obviously. But um, that's it. I bought Mario Wonder. It's sitting on the counter waiting to be able to play it with Courtney. So... It'll sit on the counter till I die. And then yeah. uh, just before you talk about what you've been playing, I'll get into the debacle with my Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I forgot about that. So uh, several months back, whenever they first went up, I pre-ordered the collector's edition for the game because I really enjoyed the first one. And I was really sad I didn't get that collector's edition. Same, dude. I, I forgot. Sweet I forgot you never edition. got that. I keep yeah. my eyes out for that sucker all the time. You know, believe it or not, I saw it at a uh, at a GameStop when I bought the collector's edition for God of War. You should have got it, dude. Well, yeah, I should have, but it's hard I didn't to find. Regret now. How much Anyways. was it? Do you know? Uh, I think it was MSRP because it wow. was actually it was new from what oh, I could wow. tell. Yeah, but <clears throat> anyways, uh, so I decided to get the collector's edition, and it you know it ships out the day before, so last Thursday, and it says preparing for delivery Friday morning. So I you know you get something exciting like that, you just keep checking and checking. To see and it's like one o'clock and it still says prepping for delivery so i i click on like the view more details and sign in and it says that uh the delivery address was incorrect and it's undeliverable so i was like oh well that's frustrating i looked up what uh what was wrong and the my address it is it starts out with a four and a three and I had them switched. Just, you know, typing fat thumbs, whatever, didn't notice. And it's Which even kind one of surprises those... me because most of the time on iPhone, when you go to tap the address, it just autofills it. 
Yeah, but this was through the website where it does like the Google Maps thing where oh, you click yeah. it. And I clicked on it and I don't I, I don't know what happened because I had just updated the address like a month ago <clears throat> once we bought this house. So either I didn't click it like I thought I did or or what. So I was like, well, that's great. And then I see the next update. It says sending back to original sender. And I was like, why do you have to do that? Like yeah. just still deliver it. <laughs> so that was late Friday. Didn't have time on Saturday to contact support. Tried to uh, yesterday because yesterday was Sunday. Turns out support's closed on Sunday. So I get a hold of them today. I wait in line to chat with someone for an hour to PlayStation support an hour. And my issue took about five seconds to figure out. I told the lady what was going on over the messaging, of course. And she said, well, what's the correct address? I told her and she goes, well, we can't do that. Uh, it'll just process as a refund for you since it's still in stock. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. Not at all. And so I was surprised that it was still in stock. So while talking to her, I went, I placed the order for the new one and it, it has already shipped. That was today. It says it'll get here on Wednesday, which I'm surprised that it's that quick. And uh, then once they get that copy back, which should be tomorrow per what UPS says, it'll take like a week to process the refund. So technically I had to buy two of these to get one, but I'll get that my sucks. money back for the first one. It just, and again, you know, I haven't finished Miles Morales. So this has given me time to do that. Um, but then. I will say you do want to finish that before you play this one. Yeah. I, I plan on it. Uh, I should have a little bit of time tomorrow before the hockey game. Um, but looking forward to it. Just. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see that statue. I was really looking forward to that after work. It is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, what I've been playing this week, uh, my process for my collector's edition for Spider-Man 2 was not as annoying. Uh, what was <laughs> annoying was both Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2. So, Friday, I, I took off Friday through Tuesday. So, um, mostly just to take a break from everything. Quote-unquote mental health. Yeah. And uh, luckily, a couple games came out on Friday. So I was like, hey, you know, usually Amazon delivers pretty early, just like they did with, uh, I think, it, I forget, maybe it was Zelda, Zelda, I think. They deliver pretty early usually. And uh, UPS usually comes like around three or so, you know. So I was like, I should be getting both games pretty early. And then at five o'clock, I had a birthday party to go to. So, uh, right at five o'clock, um, or no, I'm sorry, right at four 30 Mario wonder came. <laughs> and then as I'm at the birthday party, I get an email saying Spider-Man came <laughs> and it was like seven o'clock. So I actually called my mother-in-law cause I didn't want a $300 package sitting outside. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, it, it, well, I had Natalie call her and her, my, uh, mother-in-law took it in the house for me. Thank God. But, uh, I've been playing some Assassin's Creed this week, Spider-Man two and Mario wonder. Uh, since I've had some time off, that's <clears throat> pretty much all I've been doing. So kind of playing Spider-Man at night, especially now. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the collector's edition is really cool. I actually just downloaded the game Friday night and started it. 
and then uh, put the statue together the next day with Josiah because I thought he'd, he'd really like it. Um, so it's it's really cool. Really, it's a lot uh, sturdier and heftier than I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought Good it was going to kind of be like that. Uh, you remember my Gotham Knights one? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to kind of be like that, but it's more like the God of War one from the first game. So, yeah, um, but not up to snuff with the ghost, uh, ghost, mm. ghost, wildlands, ghost recon. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I that one's got pretty those solid. Ones, uh, mixed up in my head. Yeah. I was like, ghost, ghost wildlands recon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that one's pretty solid. So it's not that solid, but it is, it's pretty cool. Um, okay. uh, it came digital of course, which I still is stupid. I don't know. I, I get why they do it. It's dumb. So I'm going to have to buy that game physically. But anyways, um, i uh been playing a lot of it, and they took everything great from the first game, everything great from Miles Morales, and made it even better in the second game is what I can say. The only thing I'm not a fan of are the slow missions, like I talked about, like stealth The Mary Jane. Like Mary Jane. And, uh, those are not my favorite. Um, also, what's up with her face in this game? <clears throat> oh, they did her dirty, man. Yeah, they... they yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that one meme you sent that said, I'm not risking I'm not my life to save her. <laughs> I'm not saving this woman. <laughs> oh, I died, dude. Uh, that was good. Another thing, I just don't think Insomniac is great at side missions. A lot of them are just like, oh, go web this pipe here. Oh, it busted open over here. Go web it. Oh, go web this pipe. <laughs> like, dude, I don't feel like doing it. So, like, I think the side missions are still the same, kind of boring, you know, uh, monotonous mm-hmm. and boring. Uh, but <clears throat> gameplay smooth as butter. Uh, web swinging even better and faster in this one. Uh, the gliding is what I think. I I think the gliding in this game shows that they could have done better in the Batman games with it. And Superman game is definitely possible. And you'll understand <laughs> what I mean by that. Because like if you catch a wind tunnel, you just fly, bro. Yeah. And... Uh, definitely possible i you know i i think you know this game on a technical standpoint is amazing and like like i said there's certain districts industrial district just things like that so if you do the way they have it set up now is if like you do um like a crime scene or whatever or if you do a side quest or anything in that district there's a little bar at the top and there's three tokens there's a token that's like tech token that you get like a hundred tech or something. Then the second one is a fast travel token. Then the third one's a hero token. Um, hero tokens you use to unlock ability or not abilities. Um, s- suit tech, uh, upgrading your like web shooters and stuff, and unlocking suits. The fast travel token, obviously, just fast travel travel tech tokens the same. Upgrading the tech in your suit, your web shooters and other tech, and unlocking suits. Um, but the fast travel, dude, it's literally, once you unlock it in every single district, you just pick a spot on the map, and you hold triangle down, and it the, it shows like the triangle button just go. It zooms in, and you're there. There is no wait. And it's cool. like, that is incredible to me. Like I, I, I don't think there is another game I've played where it is that fast at all. I'll say maybe not as fast, but in my eyes, just as impressive again, not playing the game GTA five. So I've never played that one. Yeah, that one. I mean, this was back on the three sixty, 
you'd because there were three main characters you'd fast travel between them and it would zoom up 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 you'd see the city and it would go over to where the character is and then zoom in 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 no loading screens it's just like you're getting a grand view shifting over and going straight in to the That's other crazy. one in the middle of what they're doing and that that it's, is that is cool yeah for like the 360 that, yeah yeah this one's cool because it like zooms in and it just shows like whatever spider-man you are like just swinging in like doing a mm. cool swing or whatever switching characters is also very quick too like you pull up the menu you know the app that's on uh, miles morales like yeah. it's it's the friendly neighborhood spider-man app yeah, yeah. well you swipe on the pad to uh open it and then you switch your character through that and it's awesome like it'll show like the one spider-man like swinging off and then it'll show the other one like he's in a hammock or something and then he just jumps <laughs> up and or like it'll show miles and he's listening to music and he takes him off and throws him so like switching characters is really easy too and another thing i really like and i thought was a really cool um add-in or mm -hmm. whatever is like <clears throat> there was one i saw you know crime popped up so i went to go stop it and as i'm swinging to stop it miles morales is already there doing it and i've heard so, that yeah you, there's both there and you can do yeah. combos and stuff so like you stop it and then at the end you can like go up to him and like give him a fist bump or they do the meme from the spider-man <laughs> like the spider-man meme where they both point at each other oh <laughs> yeah. yeah so like that stuff is just really cool, man. Uh, the story is really good. Um, like I said, right now, I can't really play it in front of Josiah because I do have the black suit on. And uh, Spider-Man gets pretty aggressive, man. You know, like e even the things he would because I was like, oh, I'll just do some side quests while I'm, you know, so I don't move progress with the story in front of Josiah because he gets yeah. there is one part of the game where like Spider-Man gets kind of scary. And, you know, I think it would mm. really scare Josiah. Yeah, you don't want to mess him up. Yeah. And uh, while I was playing, you know, Peter Parker was like threatening thugs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be playing this with him here. But um, great game so far. Now let's talk about Mario Wonder real quick. The other game I've been playing. Assassin's Creed I already kind of talked about. Not too much more there other than like I am really enjoying it. And I'm excited to get back to playing that. Um, Mario Wonder, dude. Honestly, probably the best 2D Mario I've played in a while. There are some really easy levels, some medium levels, some levels that piss me off. Um, <laughs> but it's not a piss me off as in like, I'm not going to play this level ever again. It's a, like, I know I could do this, you know. Um, what I like about it is there's um, like a difficulty for each level. So like before mm -hmm. you go into level it has like one star or three stars or five mm -hmm. stars. Um so I really like that the the hub world is you could pretty much you there's certain areas you have to go to and then there's this open area you could do whatever world in whatever order. Or if you don't want to do any of those worlds, you have enough seeds, then you could just go straight to the next one. What mm -hmm. I like about this, each world is different, like challenging wise. So like it's not just your typical run through, collect three coins, you're done. Like there's three coins to collect and then you have to find the wonder flower, which changes the entire level for you. And like mm -hmm. each one's different. Like I did one where I was in a tornado. I did one where everything went black and Mario was like this tall, you know? I remember and, seeing that one in the trailer. That was weird yeah. looking. And then there was one where all these bubbles came up and you had to jump up and collect everything. So like the wonders flowers really change it. And then you have to collect two wonder seeds per, le per level or some levels have a secret exit still. 
and mm-hmm. you have to there's a third wonder seed in those levels so what i was getting a little frustrated about oh so at each level you have to collect the wonder seeds the three coins ink at the top of the flag pull for a gold flag all right mm-hmm. what i was getting a little frustrated about i was like how do you know if there's three wonder seeds in a level mm-hmm. and what i found out because i start i was looking it up is there three in here is there three in here what i found out is if you look at all the worlds it'll show your flag your wonder seeds your coins and then there should be in the background a circle with a green check and if that's there 100 percent that level's level. done if it's not then you miss something you know um the this honestly to me feels like and i know you probably can't relate to this but it feels like how mario brothers 3 to super mario world did like super mario world was like wow this is crazy a lot of things are it's colorful it's fun it's challenging but not too challenging so like this game and i think it does take a lot of elements from super mario world uh, it takes like the spinning blocks and stuff in some of the levels. Uh, mm-hmm. It brings back Bowser's ships. Uh, they're pretty cool in this one, though, actually. Uh, but it it's like there's the new Super Mario Brothers, and then there's this one. And you're looking at it, and you're kind of watching the trailers, and you're like, oh, it kind of looks the same. It's just color. It's not. It feels different. The badges, I think, are really cool. There's one badge specifically I really like. Every once in a while, I'll change it up, though, because I'm like, oh, I think this badge will work best for this level. Uh but um, the badges give you certain different abilities. The one I like is the parachute hat, just because like I'm I'm like I'm risking the jump, and I know I'm 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 gonna fall, so I'm gonna parachute. So uh, I got another one where you can like crouch and then jump really high. Uh, there's another one where Mario just consistently jumps, consistently. Hmm. So like there's Constantly. oh yeah, there is a um, <laughs> what is it called a um, there's three types of badges. There's I forget what the first one is called, but it like gives you a certain ability. And then the second one is, I forget what that one's called too, but it, it gives you like, it'll start you out with a super mushroom. Every level starts you out with a super mushroom. And then the other ones are pro badges. So the jumping one is one the, there's one where you continually dash, but if you use that one and you run off the edge, he'll hub like flutter for a little bit. And then you have a chance to jump again. Mm. So <clears throat> there's like a lot of really cool badges that you can get. I don't. I haven't connected to the online just because I want to play through it and and not have anything ruined for me, you know. Uh, like and having a thousand people jump around on levels and stuff. I think that's just chaotic. Um, and then I don't really care about the standees. Like there's those little billboards that you can get placed in levels and people can like oh, yeah. it or something. I don't really care about that. Like I've been collecting them and I have like a hundred of them that I don't have yet. Cause there's like 144 of them and I have like Jeez. 25 of them and I keep getting the same freaking ones and it's pissing me off. Like how do I have 25 out of 144 and I keep getting the same ones. It's pissing me off. So, uh, um, I don't really care about the standees, but everything else in that game feels really smooth. The sound effects, the music, everything about it is really cool. And I'm, ex- I'm excited to continue in it. I've, I've actually, I'm on like world three or four. So, like, I've been powering through that, too. But I've been playing that a lot when Josiah's awake because he can watch that, you know, and he likes Mario. But, yeah, dude, I think you'll really enjoy Mario Wonder. It, it Yeah. It's a blast. Looking forward really to is. it. <laughs> and I, I love that they have the secret exits, too. And they're not – there's some that it took me, like – it took me a little bit of thinking to find. And then there's others where I'm like, oh, there's definitely something up here, you know. But there's Get nothing – one thing I hated about New Super Mario Brothers is, like, there's a wall. 
and there's like a little divot in the wall and if you go that way the wall like disappears so you can go behind it you know what i mean mm. that's not in this game and I, I i like that like it's not like there's stuff that is intentionally super hidden you know what i mean like there's areas you see and you're like oh i wonder if i can get there and then you just figure out how to get there you know um i think the only secret exit that i kind of struggled with and it was only because I, I was just dumb i i didn't think about it but you can push some pipes you can push in this game and then there's like another pipe that looks like a pipe will go on top of it so if you push the pipe on it it falls into place you can go down it and then it pops you up in front of the screen you're running in front of the whole map and then you get to the secret exit and i thought that was just so cool that's but, cool yeah that's it cool. is it is really cool so i think you'll love it man you should try it out yeah well this has been game reviews with evan and uh <laughs> we'll see you guys next time <laughs> yeah both games fantastic i understand why they got a nine out of both got a for the most part i think mario got a nine out of ten i think majority mm -hmm. of the people gave spider-man a 10 out of 10 and i would agree with those reviews so so we were gonna talk about uh kind of as evan said the state of video or uh, superhero video games and <clears throat> i had initially said like the last five years but I think kind of going back and giving a little more history slash background might be a good idea of just kind of what trash there was for superhero games. Like if you yeah. go way back into the 90s and early 2000s, like straight up there were just bad superhero yeah. games. Like one of the worst games of all time cited is uh, Super Mario or Super Mario, Superman 64 freaking you know. awful man yeah <laughs> yeah so, so then bad. in what 2009 rocksteady released arkham asylum yeah well which I, I will say for talking about earlier superhero games too i will say the so there was the original spider-man like on n64 that i really liked it's just called spider-man and that was mm -hmm. on playstation as well that was fun. And then Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation. It never came to N64. I actually never played, but I really want to. And I almost bought it a little while ago. Um, and then Spider-Man 1 on PlayStation, GameCube, all that with Tobey Maguire. That one was kind of fun. All right. And I also thought it was really cool that you can actually be the Green Goblin in that game. Okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say they like I'm not saying the games released weren't fun. Like I remember there being. I don't know, like a Batman Begins video game or something like that. And that was fun. But like, if you look at it through the objective lens, it's not really a good game. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, you may have had fun with the Spider-Man games, but were they actually good games or was your dumb kid brain like, ooh, I'm Spider-Man. So I will say Spider-Man 1, 2, ultimate and web of shadows were all really good games spider-man 3 sucked friend or foe sucked and then i will also argue um what was the other game that i was just thinking about superhero game batman begins was really good and then there was oh vengeance batman vengeance awful stupid terrible batman begins it was actually really enjoyable um oh marvel ultimate or not ultimate alliance uh marvel nemesis all right this was like almost kind of it was like a marvel fighting game so you could fight 
Spider-Man can fight Wolverine, blah, blah, blah. I had a blast with it, but it sucked. Okay, so in the reason being is because like there are some characters that are a hundred percent overpowered, and it does not matter who you are if you face that character, you're gonna lose. So like, if your friend picks this character, you are losing. And there, there's no balance in that game, and that's why it kind of sucked. And the story wasn't great. They killed off every single Marvel superhero. Like it, it wasn't great. So Again, those are the ones where I'm like game yeah. reviews with Evan. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> gameplay, everything. It didn't even review well. It wasn't great, but I had fun. <laughs> here. I'm just trying to give this brief <laughs> overview and you're like, well, this game was fun. This game was fun. I was trying to say that there were no true like standout superhero games that everyone talked about as being objectively good mm-hmm. until Arkham Asylum came out mm-hmm. in like 2009. And I feel like that game changed the landscape of superhero games. And then it uh, raised the bar, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I will for say, sure. I remember seeing like trailers for it and gameplay. And I, I remember thinking Batman looks so stiff when he walks like this game's going to suck. You know what I mean? Like, because he does, man. He's just like and then it walking. Turned out to be awesome. Turned out to be amazing and raising the bar. So then Arkham City came out what like two or three years after that. Two years, I think. And that, in my opinion, did everything Asylum did just better. Yeah. And then, you know, there are, of course, other superhero games releasing in this time. None that I care to even know. Then, you know, if you're sticking with the Arkham trend you got um arkham knight releasing which i did not enjoy at all mean i thought you did for some reason i thought you did mm-hmm. i don't no, remember I, enjoying it i hated it. arkham knight arkham origins a lot of people hated i had fun with Arkham, but origins. i thought it was, yeah i thought it was really good i i had absolutely no problem with it. it to me what bothered me about that is it was one of the the games it's a spin-off sequel whatever developed by an offshoot branch of the same company just to keep fans happy like yeah in the in the middle of two games yeah like it was fun but it was unnecessary yeah i agree so like it didn't do anything different than the previous two right like i can still remember the intro to arkham city like walking through the prison, getting beat up, breaking yeah. Cobblepot's knee, getting the Batman, the bat suit. <laughs> Me too, man. Such a good, such a good. Game. And I will say, all. Well, I guess it's really only City. And I will say, even though I didn't like Arkham Knight, they had good ones too. Side quests in all three Arkham City Origins and Knight. I enjoy. I love the one where you're just walking around in Arkham City and a telephone rings. Yeah, like it doesn't matter where you are, it just rings, and that starts that whatever side quest that was for that. I liked um, in Night where you hear the opera music and you find Mm. someone like strung up. I loved that side quest, man, and it's Professor Pig. Very good, very, very creative. Or I think it was Arkham Knight as well. The um, the Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah. Like that... You come up on his tea party and you yep. end up. Yeah, that was cool. Anyways, you can tell like those games raised the bar, made them memorable. 
and then I don't know. Kind of dropped off from there, honestly. The, yeah, there weren't really any like there. Yeah, there was injustice, and I know you love it. Other people are like so so on it. Yeah. Um. Then I'm trying to think of what other games. Of course, we I mentioned. It I mean, the there's the Lego um, games, but I kind of. I don't even count. Yeah, those. I I, I wouldn't me, those count are Lego those. Games. I would say the Marvel Ultimate Alliance three was fantastic when that came out. I yeah, I was just gonna say there's the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Then you know there's Marvel versus Capcom. There, there's Which I know you like didn't you didn't Deadpool. like Ultimate Alliance three too much, did you? No, honestly, yeah. I didn't. I I really I, enjoyed that game. And um, I know majority of people did as well, but I was surprised you didn't. I think I I got it right as we were leaving Joplin. And like you told me, the controls were weird. And I was just, I hadn't found the the, the uh, makeup, the team makeup to really make yeah. it work. Yeah. But I'm, again, my opinion doesn't matter all that much since I didn't play very much. But all that being said, like, there were some good games and then they just kind of stopped. Then in 2018, Spider-Man came out and that was a phenomenal game. Like and truly it raised phenomenal. the bar even higher than Arkham city in night. Yes. And, and I will say and like to quote the reviewers, it made you feel like Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, just like bat asylum made you feel like Batman, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I will say it's like cheesy, but it's true. It not only raised the bar for gameplay, but story wise as well. Like Batman had a good story. City was even better. City was, I think, the best one story wise. Mm -hmm. And then Spider-Man story is really good. And it just got better from there. And like I mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's not an open world crazy game, but story wise, fantastic. It's on my list. I want to go back to it. I'm halfway through it exactly. But what brought this topic to my mind is you go from... 2018 Spider-Man and yeah, you got Miles Morales somewhere in like 2020 and then you've got 2023 with Spider-Man 2, but you look at the other big name superhero games that released and they're kind of garbo. Yeah, especially Gotham Knights. So that one, but then the Avengers. Oh, how much hype was there for that game? In we both got it on day one. Went out of I our can't way. Can't believe you convinced me to buy games. that. Uh, I can't believe I did either. And and I, like I heard all the bad reviews too, and I was like, ah, uh, it can't be that bad. And I played it, and I was like, I just want this game to end. <laughs> it's it's that bad. I but so it. you've got that dichotomy <laughs> of phenomenal games that are superhero properties, and these god awful ones. Yeah. <laughs> like Avengers and I don't know if Gotham Knights was quite that bad. I never played it. Um, but just Yeah, Gotham, or I should Gotham, say as bad as the Avengers. It was not as bad as the Avengers. Gotham Knights definitely had potential to be a lot better if they followed the Arkham formula. But I think they were trying to be a little different. Trying to make more money. Yeah. But you know, you look at the games that are supposed to be coming out, like a Black Panther game. Isn't there a Wolverine game in development, or am I making that up? Yes, but that's made by Insomniac. So, mm. you know, that's going to be great. Mm. Yeah. The other game that I loved was uh, Midnight Suns. Yeah, dude, I forgot. So I forgot I had that, and I was looking on my shelf, and I was like, oh, I got to go back to that. 
it's so. such a good game and such a weird property that they have done so well with. So I, um, I will say Marvel games are always taking a risk. Like they'll do strategy. They'll do card base. They'll do open world. They'll do it. Like, I don't know how you describe um, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's more story driven, but it's not open world. It's a linear game. Yeah, I guess linear. Um, But DC doesn't really take too many risks. You know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say Gotham Knights was a risk. It was just trying to make a multiplayer bad game, you know. But what other games has DC put out for a superhero? Um, Honestly, none other than Injustice. The Arkham's Gotham Knights. I mean, they had a lot on the older consoles. Um, Suicide Squad's coming up, but I'm not confident in that. I don't really care about oh, it. I forgot about that game. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't really care about it. I honestly, honestly don't think it's going to be good. That one I would rather play than Gotham Knights. Truthfully. I I don't. I, I, I think it's just because I don't care about Suicide Squad. Couldn't care less. But um, I'm nervous about that game. Because it's been in development hell for years, man. It's yeah. Wasn't it supposed to come out last year? Yeah, and then they pushed it back to this year, and it's not coming out this year. I think it's coming out early yeah. next year. Completely forgot about that. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know where this topic was going, but I just thought it would be interesting <laughs> to talk about since Evan really raved about Spider-Man Two the first half of the podcast. Yeah, thinking it- about. That. It is good, man. And it is crazy to see like how there's not really like think about between when did Arkham Knight come out? 2016? 26. No, 2015. Because I was still in college. Oh, and I was in Missouri because I got it with my PS4. Remember? So between 2015, 2018, zip. Nothing. Nada. Injustice 2. I, I don't really count those. No, I don't either. Yeah. I, I don't either. But like, I, I, just nothing. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing. You know what I mean? Obviously, Marvel's trying to branch out more with uh, Wolverine. And they talked about possible Daredevil game, maybe. Um, if it's made by Insomniac, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't give anything to uh, Square Enix. <laughs> um, or, But like, what's DC doing? They got batman and they they beat the snot out of that horse now they're doing suicide squad and they're trying to sell that game with batman you know what i mean like so i think like you said do like spider-man with the the gliding that superman is possible it is in why they just won't do it i think a lot of people are like oh we don't want to make a superman game because it would be boring and it's hard to make because you know he's invincible but it's possible. And there, there has been some superhero. There was a Superman game on original Xbox. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember playing it and I thought it was really fun. I don't, I don't think it was fantastic, but it was like, this is a good, decent game. You know what I mean? You make it like, like Dr. Doom figured out how to make kryptonite infused weapons. Lex Luthor, buddy. Lex Luthor. Sorry. I don't know my Superman stuff. Yeah. Um, Or like, I don't know. You you just find some story reason why he's not God. You know what I mean? Like right. he's dumbed down a bit. And Green Lantern would be a good one. Flash, I know, is in the works for a you while. You know I think that'd what be I need? An um, invincible one. 
That'd be crazy. Super. I mean, they're Dude, releasing imagine. Adam Eve next month, but those super gory fights, you're fighting Omni-Man. Like, Dude, imagine mm. like the first game you're playing as Omni-Man and you're just saving people. You're, it's almost like the, the, uh, it's almost like Spider-Man 2 where Spider-Man's teaching Miles Morales and they're kind of teaming up and doing stuff. That's the whole first game. You're Omni-Man teaching Invincible and whatnot. And then at the very end of the game, you just go crazy on the entire. Or what if it's the opposite where you are invincible learning your powers from Omni-Man? Oh, yeah. And, and thereabouts, he... you get to play as Omni-Man and then you get to kill the Guardians of the Globe. <clears throat> Dude, and then and then you flip back and forth in that final fight between Omni-Man and Invincible. That'd be crazy. If they can't make a Superman game, they sure as heck are not going to make an Invincible game, no, bro. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, I mean, they're making an Adam Eve game. Uh, I think it's like a animated novel or whatever those are they i thought are they were called. just making they just made the show i didn't think they were making a game they announced it last week or something comes out oh in really two weeks three weeks something like that like a telltale almost i don't know i'll, I'll have to find the steam page and send it mm. to you but yeah it's not exclusive to uh marvel and dc like get some of those image comics up in there yeah i'd take that you have some good but, ones, man. Or uh, Dark Horse. Invinci I'm so... Yeah, Dark Horse, too. I'm so excited for Invincible Season 2. <clears throat> Me too, dude. I mean, it comes out in 10 days, I think. I think it on Halloween, days. doesn't it? No, it's November 3rd. Oh, I thought it was on Halloween for some reason. Something no. coming out on Halloween. Which means Courtney and I need to uh, rewatch the first season. Yeah, for sure. I should probably do that. Which then watching the trailers made me want to reread the comics again. So I still don't have the second or third compendium. I thought you had the second one. No, I just had the first one. Oh, I, I knew that. I would have sent you a link. Uh, their publisher, Skybound, was having a huge sale on them where you could get all three for 65 bucks. Oh, dude, that is amazing. Because no. like one of them is like all 65 three. bucks. Sorry, all three for a hundred. That's what it was, because one is still, sixty-five. Yeah, that's still a great deal, though. I'll have to look see if it's still up, but I doubt it. Anyways, shall we transition to faith topic? Yes. Um. So Matthew Cinco. Yes, Matthew six verse twenty-one no. is where we're starting. Or I'm sorry, C Ma Ma I said Cinco. <laughs> I didn't um, know. Oh yeah, because you said you had a lot to say on this. Yeah. So. We're in you Matthew 6 to... at church. Matthew 5 here. <laughs> okay, um, I follow. You want me to read since you'll have a lot to talk yeah, about? Yeah, go from 21, just 21 to 26, the whole area. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> As Evan said, this is Matthew 5, verse 21. Head, heading of anger. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and, <clears throat> and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court. 
lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you've paid the last penny. So just the first few there where it says you have uh, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be liable. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable, liable to judgment. That's scary to me because I have shared in the past that I've been very angry where I've lashed out physically mm-hmm. with it, but also with words and especially in my heart. Uh, just a little over a year ago, angry with somebody at the church, um, well, who was at the church, um, really went to a dark place for a little while there. I think even for like a week, I didn't even really text you. Like if you texted me, I would respond, but I didn't because I, I, I was so angry. I started distancing myself, but like letting myself get to that point, I know was wrong. But at the same time, for me, it's like my comfort. Like I mm-hmm. could be angry at this person. I don't care about them. I don't care about the people around me. Let me be me. If I don't care about anyone or anything, then I'm, you know, nothing will ever affect me. You know what I mean? So right. like knowing that I was wrong, having anger against my brother, and it's just as bad as it is if I was murdering him, you know, I'm murdering him with my heart. That to me is, is scary to think about because I always have to be in check. And then it says, whoever insults his brothers will be liable to the council bro we insult each other every day all the time (laughs) you know what i mean and like we're in deep trouble i know like we all do it in fun but -hmm. at the same time i'm also thinking like man should we still be doing it though but it's so fun to do because we know each other's joking but there are the people where i know that i insult knowing I shouldn't be saying these things, knowing that I'm not in the right for saying these things about these people, but it's Mm -hmm. just out of anger or frustration with these people that I'm saying these things. Um, And then here we're saying, um, if you're offering gift at the altar, then remember that your brother has something against you. If somebody has something against you, it's saying to leave your gift at the altar and go make it right. And that is something I think that, that's crazy. It is. Cra- and that's something that I've been having to do a lot of lately. Funny enough, um, not to give it too much context, um, but something recently that happened. I know I know I talked to you a little bit about it, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've been meeting with a student. I don't know if anybody from the church listens to this podcast, but if they do, they do. OK, I've been meeting with a student and this student is friends with a couple other students in the youth. And I'm not even the youth pastor anymore, but this student really wanted to meet and grow closer to the Lord. So I take time out of my my Thursday every single week to meet with this person. Right. Um, during our meetings, they bring up some of their friends and I simply just ask, how are they doing? Oh, and I, I asked like, oh, are so-and-so talking? Like, are they dating? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's probably for the best. It's good to go slow, not to move too quickly. Um this person went and told her friend that it, but kind of misunderstood what I said and that, yeah, that they're it. not supposed to yeah, do something, it, that it would something be bad. Dumb. And, uh, got back to the parents. So I got a very angry text from the parents and I a hundred percent, I typed back to that, that parent. Okay? I remember. Yeah. And I a hundred percent know that I, I should not have said what I said at the time. I didn't care. 
Okay. But I knew I had to make it right because someone had something against me, right? It was no longer about what this girl said. It was, it was now this person has something against me because of what they think I said. And I responded in the wrong way. Okay. So I ended up getting, you know, going up to this person in church and I, this uh, student's parents in church. And I was like, Hey, would you be able to meet today? And they couldn't, but they were able to meet. I think we met on a Tuesday or something. So met with them on, on Tuesday. And, uh, I sat down with them and I, I started the conversation. I said, you know, let me start out by apologizing because I know what I sent was wrong. And at that time I didn't care that it was wrong. You know, I straight up told them, I was like, I wanted to send what I sent on purpose. Um, but then I said, I'm not here to defend myself because everything that you're hearing is not true. But if you want clarification on what has been said, then I will give that. So I told the parents everything I, I had said, but it's the fact that I had to let go you know, of that anger of like, how, why are they, why did they even, if they would have said, Hey, I'm hearing some things that you might be saying, could we meet a hundred percent? I'd be like, okay, yeah, no problem. Let's set up a meeting. But the fact that they responded the way they did angered me, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, mm -hmm. not only did I not say any of this kind of stuff, but why are you attacking me like that? So like I had to set aside everything and I had to go meet with this person cause I knew that they had something against me. You know, and it's not even there. The things that were being said weren't even being said. And when I explained everything, they were like, it kind of makes sense why they thought that. But we understand what you're saying. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it wasn't even that they had anything against me because I did anything wrong. It's because they had something against me because there was a misunderstanding. And right. so, like, knowing that I have to go make that right before I do anything else, man, it's like that's hard for me because I 100 percent wanted to sit down and just lash out. And I will say. I met with a student that spread this stuff that I that I've been meeting with and I got her parents involved and I I straight up told her I said if this is going to be how it's going to be then I no longer want to meet you know I don't I don't need more people being mad at me than I already are you know what I mean mm -hmm. but I did when I was going to meet with the other students parents I did feel conviction I felt the lord saying like what if that was your daughter would you want someone to give up on her you know, and I was like, man, well, I can't give up on this girl. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't give up on her. So I still got to meet with her. But um, it, it's it's me trying to hold back the anger from wanting to build those walls and push people away just to make it easier. It would have been a, it would have been so much easier to push that student away, never meet with her ever again, and just to ignore that parent and move on with my life. hundred, It would have been so much easier for me to do that because I truthfully do not care what people think. I couldn't care less if they were mad at me, whatever. It is what it is. I don't need you. You don't even talk to me. Couldn't care less. But I know that's not the right thing to do. So I had to make it right, especially being in leadership as well. Um, not only being in leadership, but what the word of God says. So yeah. I had to go make it right. But it's fighting that anger, that wanting to put up those walls, wanting to distance myself, wanting to seclude myself, you know? I just think what stands out the most to me is that it says, if you're at the altar, leave. Like at that time, that the altar is where you, you made your sacrifices to get right with God. Like God's saying, I'm not going to accept what you do unless you're right with your brother or whoever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, it, in my eyes, it, it would be just as easy to say, oh, no, do it. Um, do it after like make yourself right with me i'll help you go do this it's like no you get your stuff straight then come to me yeah and it's it's crazy to me too like the people that leave the church because of conflict because they are not 
willing to, I don't know if it's, they're not willing to admit they're wrong. They're not willing to go and make things right. They're not willing to work through stuff. They would rather just leave and a hundred percent. It is easier to leave the church than deal with the problem at hand. Right. Cause majority of the time people leave a church because of problems that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a hundred percent easier to leave, but I'm here to say, if you're leaving the church because of a problem, you are wrong. You are wrong. You to do are it. the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> you are the reason, you know, you're the reason there's this conflict. If you're the one leaving, you're wrong. You are wrong to do it. You have to make things right. And if you disagree, uh, read the word of God again. I'm sorry, but you are wrong. <laughs> but, but you are wrong. <laughs> yeah, but you are wrong. So it, it, it that's just crazy to me because a lot of people do it, man. A lot of people just leave the church. They're like, oh, I don't, I have a problem with this. I don't want to deal with this. I'm leaving. I'm going to go find somewhere else. And most of the time they have those same problems there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I unbelievable. Too, like if someone has a problem of the way things are done or they, they see a glaring hole, you could even bring that to somebody's attention. And even if you choose to still leave the church, like the people are aware and can fix that from becoming a bigger problem down the road. Yeah. Not, and, not in every case. And if you've brought the problem up and you've done everything that the word of God says, like it says, if you bring the problem up and the brother denies it or whatever then get more than one party involved yeah if they still deny about it that. then you go to the yeah we talked about it in a another episode ago. didn't we yeah yeah and you you go make it right and if this person still denies it well then you've done everything that you can to make things right you know what and I mean? therefore you are not the problem anymore. and therefore you are not the problem <laughs> but i also think um again don't care if anybody listens to this podcast but we had somebody in leadership recently leave the church i don't necessarily agree that it was the right thing i also think that they were the problem um <laughs> i'll straight up tell them haven't i know I, I i agree with you i agree <laughs> nothing with i haven't said already um Can you say the other half was more the problem i would say yeah but the i think the other half you know is a pushover yeah, we'll just leave it there yeah i um i also don't agree with people in leadership stepping down and leaving the church out of frustrations or angers or problems with some people, right? I see that as an attack of the enemy and they were too weak to fight, in my opinion, because a good leader does not leave his flock behind, right? A good shepherd will not leave his flock behind. To be fair, this person was trying to take his flock with him from the church. And again, that's not what a good leader does, right? So I, I do not believe that it was the, it was the right thing to make. You abandoned everybody because you were too weak. You couldn't do it. And in that, I see that happen so many times, not just in our church, but other churches as well. Now there's people who are like, Hey, I'm going to step down to focus on my own spiritual health, blah, blah, blah. And they stay at the church or they might leave. That's fine too. But there's people if it's, where if it's God led, it's different. Yes. If, if it's God led this, I don't necessarily think it was. Um, I don't ever think God is going to tell you to leave a church because you're having problems with someone in the church. God is going to tell you, <laughs> oh. leave your gift at the altar and go make it right with that person. He basically like what he told Job, gird up your loins and prepare. Yeah. Cause like it's going down. He didn't tell yeah. Job, but ah, you're fine. Just turn around. Go yeah. On just way, leave. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that baffles me that, that anybody's going to sit there and justify that. You know, it's, it, 
it's stupid. And anybody who is listening that I don't care. So a lot of people are talking about me anyway. Might as well give them a reason. So, yeah. Yeah. What else did you have to say about the, uh, that? That's really it, man. It's, it's just, you know, I personally struggle with anger, uh, not only outward, but inward. And, uh, it's easier for me to build those walls. And this is a tech, like it is a learning curve for her, for me, I should say, to be able to, uh, go to that person and make it right because it's so much, yeah, it's so much easier because I hate drama, dude. And this little misunderstanding with the, the parent that sent me that text, I felt like it was high school drama. I felt like it was a high school drama text. You know what I mean? And it's like, I hate that crap. And it's easier for me just to ignore it and be like, listen, you can sit there and be mad at me and be in your high school crap if you want to be, but leave me alone. I'm, I'm moving on, you know, but it's not what I should be doing. What I need to be doing is addressing these issues and in these problems with the people that have them with me. Um, and that's, that's my struggle, man. Like it is a struggle and, and I'm, I, I don't, keep my mouth shut i think we all know that like oh yeah yeah so it's like and i i told them too i said a hundred percent if i said any of that stuff i will admit it i have nothing to hide like i have everyone knows that i open my mouth but i didn't and i'm not going to apologize for something i never said you know so right you know it's hard for me not to put up those walls those barriers because i i did it i started to do it about a year ago and almost did it again you know but I had to make it right. And I, I made it right with that person a year ago too, or at least I thought I did. You know, I met with them, talked with them, did everything that they wanted me to do and still left. And, uh, God bless. Don't miss you. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, with all that being said, we'll, we'll wrap up this episode then. Um, so if you want to get in contact with us, link should be in the description. I believe we've been getting a few emails from, different people yeah, i know one was a scam, scam for yeah. sure <laughs> that one was kind of funny however yeah, they did spell them. my name right <laughs> they which... spelled your name right left me out of it screw you people who scammed us <laughs> well, well tried to i was gonna say they definitely didn't succeed yeah but anyways yeah look down there email is probably the best way maybe if we remember when this episode goes live we'll post that uh mary jane meme on instagram or something. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I ain't saving this woman. Yeah, um. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> before you move on, I will say we are no longer. I mean, we still have a kick, but I'm not really. I'm not really on. I, I've been streaming on Twitch a little bit. I'm not really going for kick, man. It's too much of a hassle until they make OBS. You know, until they integrate it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, as well, Evan. You can see my shelf is more stocked. Yeah, back there, but everything is still in disarray and then still just haven't had time to <laughs> sit down and do anything. That's why while I was waiting for Evan, I was putting my Lego sets back together and I've still got about half a box left Jeez. of ones that need to be done. Yeah. And I think, well, give it another year. You'll be moving them back. So yeah, you'll be moving somewhere <laughs> else. Some boxes I need to put together. Plus you've got three at your house for me. It's yeah. My garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't don't worry. I haven't forgotten. I paid money for those. Oh, I know. But anyways, you want to close this out? Yeah. Thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, appreciate you guys that are listening to us every other week or so. Um, please continue to listen or so. Please continue to listen. Please continue to reach out. We appreciate you guys' feedback. We love every single one of you guys. Um, like always, we are none other than the faithful gamers. I'm Evan. 
and I'm Zach. We'll see you next time. See you guys.